press record. Hello, everyone. Hello, Carl and Jorge. Hello. We can't see you yet. And Kian, hi. Hello. I just arrived in Mexico and it's cold. And so I have a cold and it's weird. I've never, I haven't been in a cold place for a year. So my whole body is adjusting. And <clears throat> anyway, I had this question about whether our body is used to a certain kind of environment. And then when we change the whole environment, I, I was in a tropical humid place and here it's totally dry and cold. And it's how does our body say, you know, handle the, that kind of shifts? And I haven't got an answer yet, but if you if you know anything about that, I'd be interested. Greetings to everybody else. Aquarius, Dorotea, Devin, and Marin. Hello. Greetings. Hi. Okay. They we haven't seen each other for about three weeks. Is there any questions? This is possibility team space holder skills. Any question about space holding or any sharings or places where you found yourself whatever at a dead end or you, you didn't you didn't know what to do or it was a new space or anything? I was holding space for uh, <clears throat> distilling bright principles process uh, for the people uh, out with no context of PM, and I had uh, and I, I had uh, it was challenging for me um, because everybody was there was a lot of new matrix and everybody was uh, going into their head and started discussing. For example, somebody uh, was. Um, said that love is his love is a feeling and there, there, there is discussion going on and in some way it, it's good that there is discussion going on because it, it's aliveness and I see that it's it's nice but on the other hand I have uh, something to do and I have some time to do it and there is a lot of discussion and uh, people don't see that they are uh, discussing and how to handle this Okay, where did you get this um, impulse to deliver this bright principle? Was it requested or what? It was my idea. It was uh, in my company, and we are uh, we want I, I want to my company to be purpose driven, and so I started with this, and then I want to distill the bright principles I for the whole team, and. Uh, are you the space holder? Are you the main space holder for your company? Mm, yes, I. On this process, I was, and I, I am one of the uh, owners of the company. Okay, okay. I. This is a kind of a general announcement for everybody: is that I don't recommend distilling your bright principle, distilling your bright principle, other people's bright principle, or game world's bright principle, until people can feel, can really feel because otherwise it's a concept, it's an idea. It's like, God, gotta be great to be love, gotta be great to be transformation. You know, but it's a completely different 
shift of identity to look in the mirror or to interact with people, interact with your partner, interact with the world as what I am is transformation. So when people talk to me, what they get is transformation. And that's a, not an idea. That is a shift of identity. And so um, then it destroys what the bright principles are. It makes it into a concept and an idea instead of what it, what it really is, a force of nature. And people who can't have access to their feeling don't have access to their heart, don't have access to their energetic body, don't have access to their archetypal body. They basically don't have access to the underworld or the upper world. You know, without access to the underworld, you don't get access to the upper world. And so pe most people who don't have whatever, the gateway access to the feelings live in the middle world. So it's money and property and busy and work and the house and I have to cook and logistics and, you know, do I have a girlfriend? Do I have a boyfriend? You know, whatever. This is the whole middle world. And the bright principle are not included in the middle world. So my proposal, Carol, for you is as one of the, you know, even saying I'm an, the owner of a company, then you're already in the context of ownership, that you can own something. Okay, well, that context is ordinary. And so, okay, then the context of your game world is somewhere around child, a little bit more than child, whatever, responsibility. Because you, you are, you're already using the distinction, the value of ownership and of company, which is a legal entity that is uh, born out of modern culture, capitalist, patriarchal empire. And it has one purpose, which is profit. And even if you, you try to have a different purpose, the legal construct of it will force you to have the purpose of profit. It just force you like that. And it also force you to have a hierarchy. Who's the, who owns, you know, who owns it? Who's the employer? Who are the employees? What about the insurance? What about, it's all in there. It's all designed perfectly to serve the purpose of the capital, cap, capitalist patriarchal empire. So my proposal, if you're really trying to work with the team that you have, the first step would be a shift of context. How do you shift the context of the game world that you have and to shift it from a company to a game world, for example? And then there's, anyway, there's, um, there's great conversation and great transformational processes to have we are in the middle of a game world building incubator. Who is a part of that game world building incubator? Devin. Okay. Okay. So we did already, we did seven weeks uh, in September, October, November, or something like that. And we're having another seven weeks later in April. And part of the, this game world incubator is what is the context of the game world that I'm creating and how to shift a context or how to even facilitate shifts for other, uh, how to facilitate shifts of context for other people's game world. And then the job is to become a game world consultant. So I don't know if that's your job, you know, Carol, to become, to become a game world consultant. I mean, and then your specialty, your value, your non-material value that you offer in the world is how can entrepreneurs who have this, um, who have a wish, really a deep wish of 
serving a purpose different from profit or from hierarchy, how do they actually shift? Because without the upgraded thoughtware, it's modern culture painted green, it's greenwashing. If you don't shift the context, nothing changes. I mean, it's just like people who, it's exactly the same thing is, if you are extracting yourself from modern culture, but you don't upgrade your thoughtware, and then you go build a community, and nobody has upgraded their thoughtware, the community will be the exact replica of what you had in modern culture. The exact replica. Because it's not where you live, or how many gardens you have, or you know, if you have a common room or whatever that, that makes a community a community. It's the upgraded thoughtware. You know, what is the context? So if, um, if that's really, you know, if that's something that matters to you, like if something that you, whatever your company, your game world, you want to create a shift there, you can contact me and I'll post a request in this game world incubator and you can have a conversation with one of the people who are training themselves to create this shift and to see, you know, what is needed, what's the next step, how, you have to do it only one step at a time. You can't, you know, come, come into your office and say, we are changing context, you know, and you're putting a big flag, you know, it doesn't really work because you need this connection with people and, and people allow people to go through their own liquid state. So if you want that, yeah, reach out to me and, and you can have a conversation. Thank you. Cool. And uh, there is also this, um, this is one part and I faced all you said and I know that uh, I shouldn't do bright principles uh, as a beginning and now but what about this uh, in general when people start discussing and there is a, like a heated discussion yeah I was gonna get there so discussion is ordinary discussion is an opinion being fought against another opinion. I think I'm right, you're wrong. I think I'm right, you're wrong. And it's only opinions. So you can consider when you're having a discussion that your space has fallen into ordinary of opinions versus opinion. And um, the space, one of the, another space that is possible is a discovery space. You know, this question of what is love? Well, that's a great space to go into a discovery about. You know, maybe not during the bright principle distillation, but, but I think that conversation is just not happening enough. What is love really? Like, what is love? What, did, what is the experience? What, what can I do with it? What is it a, you know, what is the thoughtware that we get about love? Is there other thoughtware that we can use about love? And then, and then it's a, it is a, the discovery space is that we just, we, it is the context is that we're going on a discovery. The context is that we don't know. And a discussion is I know, and I want to force my opinion on you. And it's like, you know, even if you're right, like, even if you, it, even if you know God has given you the answer, you know, yeah. even if you had a vision, and and 
in all perspective, you're right. What does it matter? What does it matter for you to be right? It's a complete gremlin game. Because it's either you're right or you're in relationship. So a discussion is you're not in relationship. There is no connection. Okay, a discovery space is, God, this is what I've been experimenting with. This is my experience right now. This is my sensation right now. I'm noticing what I'm observing. I'm noticing what I'm noticing. What about you? How is it going over there? God, I have a completely different experience from you. How come we have different experiences? Where does that come from? Okay, well, for example, in, you know, in the archetypal domains, love is love. Okay, fear is fear. Anger is anger. And ex an experience is an experience. The fact that we can share and have different perspective, different experience of a similar experience is the story that we make about them. It's the bullshit we make about them. Okay, well, it's, it, is, it is really time for us to inquire about what kind of bullshit we make up. And it's not that bullshit is good or is bad, but it's, is it useful? Is it useful for me? Is it useful for my circle? Is it useful for, uh, you, you know, what purpose you're serving? Is the bullshit that I'm creating useful for, for example, my bright principle, love, possibility, clarity, transformation, and empowerment? So that's the kind of bullshit that I look for. Mm. And so you can really immediately put it on the table was really one simple sentence is, are you trying to be right? That's the only, you can, that's the, that, and that will put, you're having a meta conversation. Are you trying to be right right now? What would be your purpose of being right? And, and to not, it's not a rhetorical question. It's a true question. What is your true purpose? And, you know, it sort of, it feels kind of obvious that it will go some, something towards emotional fear, the big fear. Or what if I don't know? What if I'm not right? What if I, what if the world I lived in is completely fake and made up? You know, and that's mostly why people, you know, we have 500 websites online to start over. So much of our, the resources of possibility management is online, free, YouTube video articles, and, and it hasn't gone viral. You know, it's, people are not jumping at, at each other's throat to get it because of that. Because the cost is your world will be destroyed. Whatever you thought, you, who you were, or what you thought was right or true or is, will be destroyed kind of over and over again. And, but is that's also why people who come to possibility management are here. Like this is why we're here. Because in a way we want our world to be destroyed because well, it doesn't work so well or something like that. It just, we know that something else is possible. So it's to keep this possibility with you as the space holder, something else is possible and what's really going on over there that you would wanna be right, that you would wanna make other people wrong.
I mean, I, th I think this is a great, this conversation needs to happen in some, even, you know, I mean, I feel, I feel really glad to be with you here because I would like to work on noticing with you today because I, um, and I don't know if you're going to go, you know, visit your family or be with friends or whatever's going to happen in the next few days. Mm. But it's a great space of experiment, I think. It's a great space of experimentation about how to shift from ordinary to extraordinary. And this simple question, are you trying to be right? You know, it will stop the space. So you could try that even in the next few days. Cool. Thank you for your question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have one quick question. Um, just really short. I heard there's a difference between attention and energetic center. And I always had the, it like it's the same. Do you have, can you give like, what, what, what is the difference? Great. Well, let's do the experiment together. So if you can put your two feet on the floor and kind of be with yourself. I mean, it's pretty clear that we have a physical center. That's a point of balance. I think every, all of you get, get this. And then we actually have a center in each of our five bodies. So trying to find, try to feel your center in the emotional body. The center in the emotional body. What, what, where is it or what is it? It's in the heart area. Yeah, it's the heart. Can everybody feel that? Energetic, the emotional center is the heart. Great, we have our physical center, our emotional center. Where is the intellectual center? In the head. Yeah, in the mind. Does that, does that make sense? Can you feel it? I mean, it's, it's not that it makes sense that you have the experience that your intellectual center is in your mind. And it's not, I mean, it can feel like your brain, but I don't think it's your brain. It's the thing that kind of lives in the brain, but it's the mind. Okay. What about your energetic center? Can anybody describe that? It's traveling. Can you say it again, Maria? It's traveling. Okay. It's jumping. It's a tickling for me. Okay. Tra traveling, jumping. A tickling feeling. Yeah. It's my whole body emanating out. It comes from my center and it kind of goes out. Okay, what is the thing that goes out? It's, it's an energy. Okay. Can you be more precise about what, because feelings are also energy, but they don't come out of your energetic center. Um. It's like rays. I don't know. I can't. I can't really explain it. 
Um, okay, Ray's, you were saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we, I, mostly people, you describe what it does, what it feels like. What is, what is it? So if the emotional center is the heart, intellectual center is the mind, the physical center is whatever, be, be below, in the middle of your body, what is the energetic center? For me, it's the energetic center is, is a small place and in there, there's some kind of generator, generator. Yeah. And um, if I, um, it, it could stand still. And if I have, um, and I, I, I could um, put it on or put it off, I could make uh, more um, rotation in the generator or less. Okay, what is it generating though? Okay, so Dorothea was just writing the aura, okay? Marin, what would it be generating? I only have a, have a, have a metaphor. It's like a, um, it's like a, a stone and in, in, or, or something like that. And in there is that there's so much comp compressed energy and I could um, use this energy and uh, make it uh, to expand it or to um, uh, put it together again. And this, with this, I use the generator. And uh, okay, what, but what energy? Because feelings are energy, but they're not. That's not what's in there. If you ask me for the energy, I would Light. say it comes from the nothing. Okay, I don't. I couldn't describe it in another way. It's really for me in my sensation. It's like um, it's um, if I ask for it, it's there. Okay. It's something like light. Uh, I mean, little things. Okay. Anika, it's like a choice. Carol, you're saying? Choice. Like I make a choice so, or don't make it. Okay. Kian? So, no, not so. I, I just. Yeah, I just sense it's kind of this compact space that has a certain texture. And I just noticed that I actually can put my attention on my physical center, but not put my energetic center there. And if I really put it there, it changes really the radiation, like maybe what, what people said before, the aura or the, the sensation in in my physical center. If I really put it there, it changes something. If I don't put it there, it's it's less vibrant. Okay, but so you're already experiencing the distinction between your attention and your energetic center. Yeah. Yes. Thank Great, you. but I still have this question. Yes. So, and I'll come back to your question, but the, what is this energy? What is the energetic center? What is the, what is it the center of? I, 
for me it it's like a like a field like it's not like i can't it's somehow it's like everything outside me or something like that like it's like any anything's possible or anything is like could come to me okay so potential it, mm. essence my essence okay your essence or, uh, essence for even me not mine even not my essence it's uh, the, the the essence which, which created me or something okay the essence it's somehow related to intuition okay i Seven. i experience it as where my either my i don't know if it's actually the the center of my being but there's there's something I'm thinking about when I've given my center away and the, the difference between that mm -hmm. and, and actually bringing my center into my, bring my center onto my physical center. And there's uh, somehow it, 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 somehow it holds some essence of my agency in the world or something like that. Um, and, and also it's mobile. My physical center is mobile in a really different way, but I can't just, it stays in the same place in my body, whereas my energetic center does not. It can go other places. Okay, yeah. Is there anybody else? I, I felt more about the energy. I, what I feel is about the energy, it's a really neutral, neutral energy I, with no direction. It's like you said, it's a potential which is um, which is is there and could be activated or not. Okay, so then you it's sort of what Kian was saying also, Devin, is that in a way it gets activated when you put your center, your energetic center on your physical center. This is one possibility. Yes. Okay. I I have one. One other thing, I'm not so sure about the energy, like what the energy is that my energetic body is made up of. When I feel into my energetic body, mostly what is happening is a kind of, it almost is like my physical body, but a little bit out from my physical body and subtle, subtle sensing. It's like subtle sensation. Mm -hmm. so, so I don't know what that's made of, but there's, I don't know if that's at least part of a, a function or something like that. Okay, I mean, so I had something, you know, similar to Devin about this agency. It's like that my energetic body, is, my center is where my, where responsi my responsibility is, where my agency is, where my will is. It's sort of also like my choice. So my, my is... And so that's the experience of when you give your center away, then what do you lose? You know, I don't think you lose your aura when you give your center away. I think your aura is always with you. Anyway, I never thought of it, but I, you know, it's, your, it's the power, you lose power. When you give your center away, you lose power. Okay, well, what power? Well, the power I'm getting is this agency to decide, to choose, to say, to declare, it's the responsibility. 
Okay, Sky Blue, you're gonna say something? Um, yes, it feels like a vibration. For me, it feels like vibration. It has to do with vitality. So when it, when it, when it shifts, the vitality diminishes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would get that. You know, the more you're responsible, in a way, the more you're alive, because the more you're aware. Kind of all goes together. But and, I mean, I think there's other. I don't know, it seems like there's other centers. And for example, Marin, you were saying this, this nothing. And, and we were working with that in the lab and this nothingness that we have inside of us is this void. We have, a, we have access to the void inside of us. You know, the void is, you, you can have an experience of it when you're hungry and you go in front of the refrigerator and open the refrigerator and there's nothing in the fridge that will fill you. Anybody ever had that experience? You look, you look and you know, you know, anything in there will not, you know, fulfill this, the void that you have inside of you. And what we've been discovering is that this void is this access to this nothingness which if we're not initiated in the nothingness, it's so terrifying, it's so scary. And so one of the, I mean, then it, it makes a lot of sense about modern culture that one of the purpose of modern culture is try to destroy this void, to fill this void. And so that's why we go online shopping and you know, get a new house and get a new computer and all this consumerism has the purpose to try to kill this nothingness inside of us that we actually need to create. We need to have access to this nothingness to create something that doesn't exist yet. And so anyway, you can start experimenting with when you feel this, this, this hunger is what you're really looking for is a creation. And actually creation is energetic food. Yeah, creation is energetic food. And it's like, okay, what am I, what, what am I, what does the void want me to create? I mean, in a way it's, it's this void, it's this access to this nothingness and what you want. And it's, so that's the creation tension. The creation tension happens between what exists and what you want. And these, if these things are not the same, then you have this creation tension and the void is access to how are you going to make it happen? Something like that. We made a map. I'll send you the map. It's a very cool um, map about creation. Thank and you. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll start making the website about it. And there's so much, so much to discover. I was really excited. So, I Kian, have some insight yeah. what? about center. Yes. I have some insight also Go about ahead. center. Uh, for example, if I give my center away, to, if I if if I give it to somebody, it's not that I don't have it. It's more like I still. It's like a metaphor. From, I still have my center, but this center is like um, injected with someone else's energy. So it's like, not like I I gave it away, but it's uh, I still have it, but it's not mine anymore. It's uh, it's something else now, but it's still in me. Like. Where, so where do you get that? Where, what's your experience that 
you don't uh, I have uh, I have one relationship when I give center uh, my center away and uh, like this person's uh, voice or um, or energy stays with me inside of me so um, and I, I I still have my center because I focus on these things and this is my um, this is my reality for now if I gave it away but it's not me anymore it's this person's like uh, it's still my center it's in me but it's it has this person's qualities or this person's um, needs it, it is fulfilling this person's agenda or something but it's still in me I, I never gave it away to somebody my center is still in me but it's not mine anymore or something like this Okay, it seems a little, I, I get what you're saying. It seems a little confusing for me. And I think this, for me, it's really this experience that I, this energetic experience that it is still my center because it, I cannot rename it. You know, this is Carol's center. No, my center is always Anne-Chloe's center. But if it's with somebody else, then yes, I have their need, their priority, their value, their purpose. They have, they take the, you know, the responsibility is over there. I avoid responsibility and they have responsibility. So, and then the, there might be something else that you're talking about is this bubble contamination that you have your personal bubble of space that is contaminated with somebody else's energy. So you have conversation in their head, in your head with them. You have their feeling in your space. You have their need in your space. And I think those are two different phenomena because they have different healing process okay and and so it's just useful to to distinguish them so you can uh, do the the steps to heal them or like to whatever transform them shift that are different so the give your center way is you take back you you take back your center put your attention on your energetic center and move with your intention onto your physical center so those are the forces uh, Kian is when to center yourself, meaning to bring your energetic center onto your physical center, you put your attention on your energetic center. Your attention is a resource of your intellect. It's from your intellectual body, your attention. And you put it on your energetic center and with your intention, which is part of your energetic body, then you bring it back, it's your will. And your intention is your will. So you will it to come back onto your physical center. So that's the shift in terms of giving your center away and to clean your personal bubble of space. There's a process that I've described in one of the Rage Club spaceholder training that you would have been in, Carol. And so I can refer, I'll send you the recording for those of you who want to learn how to clean up your bubble because it's really powerful to just have your space again. I'll send the recording of that. Does that make sense, Carl? No. Great. Aquarius, you wanted to say something or are you just appreciating? Just appreciating. Okay. Or not just, Great. appreciating. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, I, so I notice. I just want to say, Kian, I notice that this confusion in other people, especially in the Rage Cup spaceholder training, 
And somehow I think the language gets lost because there's this procedure about how to center yourself. And if you say the procedure without actually having the experience or experimented with yourself, how is it to really get back your center, to reclaim your center, to bring it back? Then you're just repeating what you've heard without actually having the experiential distinction. So as you're delivering Rage Club and work talks, um, bring that in, that yes, people can bring that transformation, that shift to other people, but first they need to be clear about what they're really doing. What are they really doing? Cool, thank you. Anything else? Okay. I, there was a, one thing that I wanted to say that maybe it wasn't clear for me when I started this possibility team and now it's clearer. So I want to share it with you is that in this team for me, it is a space for me to, to research and to experiment. And so I will bring in stuff that I'm researching at the moment that turned me on at the moment that I don't have a, a, an, uh, an answer for or, and, and so this is not really going to be a space where we'll be practicing setting context or giving instructions for exercises or like basic space holder skills that, for example, we do in the Rage Club space holder training. And so th these um, really practical, basic uh, space holder skills, if you want to have access to those, I'm holding space for Rage Club space holder training next year, or you can join. Um, Rage Club or whatever, there are spaces that are made for that. And, and this space is really how to expand new dimension and territory of ourself that will support our space holding. And to also have these conversation about, I tried this in my space holding, it didn't work or it worked, or do you have other possibility and have this open space for question and, and possibility, but it, it will be a research space just so that it's clear. Wow, I just want to say thank you and Chloe, because I just realized how often, like I'm, I'm still back, I, I heard what you said, but I'm still with the centering thing, how often I thought I'm centered, but actually I just put my attention there. And now with this distinction of attention is actually a faculty of my intellectual body, I just noticed actually, wow, when I put my attention there, the energy or the movement really comes from up here. And that's so like that really shifted something. That's amazing. I'm just, thank you. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I, so do, do work talks and workshops about attention because there's this sentence. I don't, I don't know who it comes from. I think it's from Gurdjieff or it's something without your attention, you have nothing. Without your attention, this work is over for you because only with your attention can you practice. Only with your attention can you notice what you notice. And it's, so where your attention goes is where your energy flows. So, I mean, there's, there's relationship between the attention and the energetic body. But if you don't, if you're not, if you don't have 
a grip on where are you putting your attention, then your box and the zombie standard human intelligence software will grab your attention and say, you know, uh, pay attention to money, pay attention to your bills, pay attention to your emotional fear, put your attention on uh, ordinary love, you know, and then you and then you hooked and then it's over. Then there's there is no work of transformation. And so I, I think there's just not enough research and a w work done with attention. And especially for millenniums who we were born in a, you know, short attention span, like three seconds. Basically, that's how much attention most millennials have. So next YouTube video, next Instagram photo, like and scroll and, and that, that's our, that, whatever, that's the life of the attention of a millennium. So will, will you, Kian, will you work with that or? No, not, not, yes, but not in the next month. Okay. Because next month I have, I have something planned already to okay. deliver work, uh, a rage club. You're delivering one, you're delivering a rage club once a week. Yes. What are yes. you doing the rest of the time? Okay, I will do. I will do. <laughs> Look, it's only if you if it really turns you on. But I have yes, a question. it turns me on. Definitely. Okay, yes. okay, yes. okay. Thank you. Cool. And I'm like, I'm actually scared because I really care about this. I really like this. I, I'm really caring about help, like getting, creating more awareness about attention and intention. I feel like this energetic work is. It really turns me on and it scares me because I'm like, I'm weird when I want to do that. That's, that's a fear or yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah. This is your next emotional healing process. Kian, how many past life have you done? How many past life emotional healing process have you done? Maybe seven, seven or about like being burned, being killed, being exiled. Yes. Okay. Okay, well, so maybe it's that, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's, you know, it could be some kind of contract that you made with your dad, you know, yeah, as, as a man. That. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's accurate. Okay. What? Is that, how do I pronounce your name? God, he's frozen now. You're still muted. Okay, then. Okay, we have still 45 minutes and I still would like to work with you with this noticing. And where I wanna go with this is this discovery that I made during the lab last week about that there's a thing called the feeling cycle. How many people know about the feeling cycle? Okay. okay, just a little bit. Okay, so anyway, if you don't know about it, it's a, it's a fantastic uh, healing process and transformational process that, that reveals so much about our emotional patterns. 
so that's one purpose. And the other purpose in my own experience is that it actually helps us to learn how to navigate our feelings and to feel feelings consciously. So if you can have a, I know Susanne Hosso worked with it, I think Mahan worked with it also. So the feelings practitioner, if you wanna have a session to get to know the feeling cycle, just ask Mahan and I, I'll put the contact of Susanne and they're a fantastic space holder for that process. But what I discovered last week is that we also have this thing that is called the noticing cycle. And that until it is un until we kind of look at it is our noticing is unconscious. It is following our survival pattern. And the noticing is very close to attention. It's very close to, yeah, what I, what I notice is also where I'm putting my attention on. So that if you have a noticing cycle that is serving an unconscious purpose, like a survival pattern, then the only thing that you can work with, the only thing that you experience or express are limited by this noticing. And there's a whole, and there's a whole other world out there about what are you not noticing? You know, why, why are you not noticing it? What in you is blocking you from noticing what you're not noticing? So this is where I would like to go today to sort of get to know a noticing cycle. And I would do this, I would do this in, uh, so let's do it in groups of three. Let's do it in groups of three and we'll have about five minutes per person. And so, there's one person, you're, you're the possibilitator and you're practicing, noticing what you're noticing. There's, there's a, a scribe. And then the, the third person is, um, will be asking questions. I'll tell you how it goes. So the possibilitator, you're, you're really just sitting there and you say, what I notice that I'm noticing is, what I notice that I notice is. For example, I'll start. What I notice is that I notice that my, I feel a pressure against the big, big toes of my feet and my heels. I notice that I just notice that I took a breath in, air fills my lung. I notice that I notice that I feel scared because I don't know where we're going. I notice that I notice a sound outside the door. I notice that I notice that my little finger is cold on my, on my hand. Okay, so you just go like this and you, you start each time with this sentence, I notice that I notice this. And try to, the, the short instruction is try to not make a story, try to be as close as possible as what is it that you're noticing. So for example, I could have said, oh, I noticed that uh, Clinton moved on his chair outside. Okay, but that's a story from the sound. What I really noticed was the sound. So you say what you notice, not what the story of what you're noticing. Great, and then after, I would say maybe two and a half minutes, sort of halfway through, we'll have five minutes per person. The third person, the questioner, 
you can start asking questions about what they're not noticing. So you say, um, are you noticing any smells? You know, I didn't mention any smells. Are you noticing uh, your energetic body? Or what are you, you know, are you noticing your energy? What are you noticing in your energetic body? What light are you noticing? What discomfort are you noticing? So you kind of open doors for them to start noticing things that they didn't say. Okay, and in the, in the second person described, you just keep writing down what they're noticing and we'll be working with the notes after that. It's clear? So five minutes per person and I'll give you a little, uh, I'll give you the time. Cool, here we go. So the scribe that writes down what they're noticing and what they're not noticing, both? Uh, no, only, only the answer. When somebody says, you know, when the third person says, what are you noticing about smell? Then they'll say, I noticed that I notice that smell. And that's what you write. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. great. Thank you. Let's go. I write. Uh, I, I write what you are saying, Phyllis. You ask the. I'm writing, and you ask the questions with, about what you what you don't think Devin noticed. Ask him questions. Ah, okay. Like okay. So so I'm I'm the space holder in a way. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Go, Devin. I noticed that I notice a cold on my on my left foot on my toe big toe on my left foot I notice a a, a clicking sound. I notice that I notice Devin all oh, right thank you I notice that I notice that I notice a clicking sound I notice that I notice light coming through just light in in my visual field uh, I notice that the floor I notice that I notice that the floor is wood. I notice that I notice my my uh, softness against my ankle. Yes, softness and everything is in the physical physical noticing and senses. Can you have a look for other yes, bodies? Yes, thank you. I notice that I notice uh, a fear. Notice I notice fear in my chest because I don't know what because I don't know what I'll say next. I notice that I notice uh, also a, a fear. I think emotion. Well, a fear of something behind me. 
I notice that I notice spaciousness in my in the middle part of my energetic body. I notice that I notice uh, this. I notice that I notice a, a kind of compression on my on my head. I notice that I notice. I notice that I notice. Can you, a little bit, yeah. You 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 said some some uh, emotional things and energetic things. Can you can you check also archetypal and mental body? Ingrid, the way that would yes. support Devin, I think the most is to say, what about noticing what's happening with your center, and then okay. he can put his noticing on that. Okay, thank okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what about where is your center? What about your center? Yeah, what about his center? Yeah, I noticed that I noticed my center is I notice it's like a little bit high in my in my physical body in my sort of in my chest area, just as I noticed it. And I notice when I when I I notice that when I notice I notice that I notice when I try to bring it down, it moves back up a little bit. Can you check what you notice in your your face? Yes. I notice that I notice on my my right cheek a little kind of pinching feeling near my nose. And I, uh, I noticed that I notice heat and uh, wetness in my eye, in my right eye. What about thoughts? Yeah, and voice, thoughts. Voice. Sounds. Okay. Uh, thoughts, I noticed that I, I noticed that I noticed thinking about the next hour, what I'll be doing in the next hour. And I noticed that I notice uh, clicking and a, uh, in terms of sound, this, I don't know how to scrap it, this background sound that it's a little like rain or something, but it's very soft. Thank you. What about your own voice? Let me see. I notice that it's feels a little constricted and I hear, I also notice that I notice a uh, cr cracking, a, a crinkling sound, like a sound. Can you check voice and emotional body or it's over? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. 
Thank you, Devin. Thank you, Phyllis. I just want to say that there was a perfect group of three and I'm a fourth person. So I would have wanted to be in a group. So I'm here and uh, so also it can be recorded, but I'll be asking questions, I think, mostly. Okay. Okay, here we go. Next constellation. I can be the, uh, pass um, the possibilitator. Devin, your space holder, and I write down? Yes. Okay. I notice that I'm noticing a constriction in my chest. I notice that I'm noticing my a feeling in my forehead that it feels like an ache. I notice that I'm noticing uh, the refrigerator making a sound in the background. I notice that I'm noticing my toes feel numb. I notice that I'm noticing uh, some feeling in my stomach, in my, in my center that feels stuck. I notice that I'm noticing that I just, I just took a deep breath. I notice that I'm noticing <clears throat> the sound in my throat and the feeling that was in my throat that caused me to clear it. I notice- Just a short coaching, try to not use the word feeling when it's actually a sensation try, and try to describe the sensation instead. Okay. Um, I notice that I'm feeling fear in my chest. I notice that I'm... I notice that I notice. I notice that I notice sadness. Throughout my body. I notice that I notice my eyes tearing up and my voice changing. I notice that there on the periphery of my vision, I see birds flying. I notice I notice that my that I want to cry. That my mouth was wanting, was changing shape. I noticed that I just cut it, cut off that feeling. I noticed that I'm noticing that I just looked up. I noticed that I'm noticing that I just held my breath. Phyllis, what are you noticing about your thoughts? Uh, I noticing that I noticing now I, I've been pretty much in the moment and not having lots of thoughts, which is unusual for me. Um, now I'm thinking, why did he say that? <laughs> 
What did he see? Can you say it again with, I notice that I notice? I notice that I notice. I notice that I notice. Now I, I'm thinking, I'm, I notice that I'm noticing I'm confused because I'm not really clear about why I have to say both of the noticing. <clears throat> I notice that I'm noticing sensations in my body and, and not clear thoughts, but I know the thoughts are, I'm not something about not doing this right or something about. Um, what about the quality of the space? The space that we're in right now? Yeah, I'm noticing it's an incredible space. I'm noticing Devin's eyes are connected to mine and with passion, with feeling, with kindness, with care. Um, and I noticed I just had a thought that I need to say something about the other two. <laughs> so I'm just noticing, I'm noticing that I'm noticing that thought. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Phyllis. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Phyllis. To also answer your question, and because it's recorded here, mm -hmm. the noticing is, most of our noticing is unconscious. It's, uh, then it's irresponsible, it's survival. And when the moment you say, I'm noticing that I'm noticing, then it makes it conscious. Because you're noticing what you're noticing. And before you were just noticing and not noticing what you were noticing. But you ongoingly noticing stuff. Does that make any sense to you? I felt like I was noticing in the moment the entire the entire time. So yes. I'm I'm meaning in your everyday life, like when you walk around in the world, even now, you're ongoingly noticing. But the fact that you that you might not be noticing what you're noticing makes it unconscious. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I understand. Okay. Yeah. Thank did you. somebody take notes for Phyllis? I did that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. So I'm the possibilitator. I'm the scribe. And I'm I'm the questioner. I'm noticing that I'm noticing that I notice that my eyes feels have a sort of dryness. I notice that I'm not I'm noticing that I notice that I held my breath back. Ingrid, it's I notice that I notice very okay. I notice that I notice there's fear in my chest. I notice that there is in my digestion system air. I notice, I notice sounds of sounds, little 
checking sounds. I noticed that I noticed. Yeah. Tell me about what you're noticing around your, your mouth and your face. I noticed that there is sad yeah, sadness in, in around my lips. It's uh I noticed that there is a a sort of lose lose feelings. I notice that I notice fear in my belly. I noticed that Devin was nodding. I noticed that Aunt Chloe was nodding now. I, I notice the attention. I, I notice attention of of your all three. I notice energy, energy through that. I tell me I'm, what you're noticing that you're noticing about your thinking. I'm noticing that I. I'm, I noticed that I notice to do it right, about thinking of doing it right and, and having the right formula. I noticed that I notice to use the right formula. I noticed that there was some, some black stripe in the screen. I noticed that there is a tension in my shoulder my my the, how how these are called this shoulder part the lower part i noticed that i notice i noticed that i noticed that, that you are all nodding so i noticed that you you wanted to help me it's a story i noticed that i noticed i must I, I did a story i added a story i noticed that i noticed the silence around me in this room. What do you notice about purpose? I noted that I note, I notice that I want to do it right. It's a, it's a doing right purpose. Tell me what's, what are you noticing that you notice is the feeling in your shoulders? I notice that I notice there is a tension and it's the feeling is fear and anger. I notice that I notice that I I turn my muscles here was twinkled. I notice that I notice my that my voice is strange. Is, is a story. I noticed that I noticed I make again a, a story with the word strange. So I noticed that my voice is is not is is monotone. What about speed? I noticed I noticed that I notice that I don't do so much pauses as I would like. 
to do. I notice that this question uh, the, the, uh, to look about speed is relaxing some uh, my shoulders. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. See you over there. Okay, we're gonna take a deep breath. How many of you noticed the shift of space or experienced a shift of space while you were saying, I'm noticing that I'm noticing? Okay. This is called the waking state. So you have a, a name for the experience is when you're aware of what you're aware of, you notice what you're noticing. It's called the waking state. And if you're not in the waking state, then you're in the sleeping state. And so one is not good and one is not bad. For example, if you wanna parallel park your car, you wanna be in the sleeping state. You want your muscle memory to do what it does. And you don't want to be noticing what you're noticing. Otherwise, you'll scrap your car. So there's moments you really, <laughs> sleeping state is really useful. But in terms of space holding, the, the what are, space holding happens in the waking state. I also want to ask how many people, maybe you can remember what you were noticing, were noticing more than like 80% of your noticing was about you. Yeah. 80. Okay. Okay. I mean, it, so I noticed that I was in the group with Phil Sandevin and Ingrid that most of the noticing was what they're feeling, sensing, uh, like physical sensation, emotional sensation, also some energetic, but there was a very few noticing about the space or about that I'm noticing what's happening in somebody else. And so I think it's a, it's this revel, it's a kind of a revelation of unveiling of our survival noticing that we, we, we notice extremely what, you know, I feel fear, I feel uncomfortable, I feel hungry. I'm, I notice that I'm thirsty. I'm, I notice that I need to shift. I notice that I need to scratch. So this is all what we're noticing, but that we actually have blocks to noticing uh, others or the space or what's next or um, the, the access to the archetypal or what's possible or the potential. Like all of that could be part of our noticing. So I'd like to say that um, that the three of us before you entered noticed yes. that right away, <clears throat> and and it, and I also want to say that I didn't really think outside the box because a lot of the I thought I thought that was our uh, mostly what the experiment was about is what 
with what we were noticing about ourselves. Yeah, that wasn't the instructions. Yeah. No, the instruction is what do you notice that you notice? Yeah. I mean, and yeah. also Phyllis said, I just want to share the question that you had about why, why do we say I, I've noticed that I notice? And is the thing is that we noticing ongoingly, our box and gremlin ongoingly noticing for our survival. If we weren't noticing, we wouldn't be able to, um, whatever, give our center away, play nice, play cute, attack, be defensive, be right. Like we wouldn't be able to do any of these things if we weren't, if our boxing gremlin weren't noticing. Okay, but so that's the unconscious noticing. And so the, the fact of saying, I notice that I notice puts the attention on the noticing. And then all of a sudden, what was unconscious becomes aware, like conscious, so it becomes seen. So this is why this, this sentence of, we say, I notice that I notice, so I'm aware that I'm aware of. It's the same thing. Okay, any, anything else that you noticed? <laughs> I notice that I have this story or I notice within myself or I, yeah, I notice within myself and within other people that there, it seems to me that I and others have is this kind of you habit habitual way of noticing oneself. And by that actually keep like keeping like like keeping myself in a certain way of how I am used to feel. And but then I noticed that and I noticed that another part of me was like, okay, now I want to feel different. And I noticed how power of me was looking for how I could feel differently or what else is to notice in my experience. Like where am I ecstatic? Where am I feeling really spacious and because I have the, my my noticing is more like where's the pain where's the where do I feel contracted and but the, and then I notice that there's something unnatural like this can become unnatural to try to for like notice the good stuff and so yeah basically these two things I notice and I I notice that there might be something like a natural noticing process that would unfold or oh, that's the story i made that would unfold myself in a natural way and like between these two extremes of noticing how i feel where i feel contracted or pain and where i feel good like where's the natural unfoldment of noticing for connection for example uh, yes yeah i think i mean that's what i would call this the noticing cycle that's this habitual, so that we feel familiar. We feel like we always feel. And, and then this ability to make a gap. So there's a lot I would wanna do with you, but we have 15 minutes. So there, there's another part that I will skip for today, but it's this noticing what you're noticing with. So right now we just did, I noticed that I noticed this. Skip it, which part of you are you using to notice that? So I'll give you some example. We won't be working with that, but you can, you can practice it during the week. 
So you might be noticing with um, this uh, wanting to avoid responsibility. You might be noticing with uh, I need to have a problem in my life. So then you, you're only noticing things so that you have problems. Or you're noticing what makes you feel afraid. Okay, what is that really? So it could be um, uh, an expectation on yourself. I'm noticing with a, a self-manipulation expectation. That could, like Ingrid was saying, I need to do this right. Okay, what are you... This is the this is the story. She was noticing she was no, that she was noticing that she has a story. I have to do this right. Okay. Well, what are you using to notice that? So, is it an expectation on yourself? Is it a voice? So then you're noticing is through the voice of an external authority figure. So this is really cool stuff. So you can practice that. But what I would like to do, and we'll only do it for whatever three and a half minute per person is to go a little faster in this noticing, but to notice, to try to notice what is your cycle? What is your noticing cycle? Where does your attention move from here to there and then here to there or here, here and here, you know, whatever. I think there's four, maybe four or five main thing that we put our attention on, that we move from one to the next, it seems to me, but uh, don't limit yourself to that. So try to say, Okay, I see again that my, no, my, my noticing is moving back to this, and it's moving back to this, it's moving back to this. Does that work? Okay, yes. we're going back into the same groups, and it's going to be about, yeah, three and a half minutes. I'll let you know. Great, here we go. Can you explain this again, Aunt Chloe? I didn't yeah. follow that. Yes. You're going into the same group and then you're noticing your usual, what you usually notice. You say, okay, I'm usually, I'm noticing that I'm afraid. Okay, now I'm noticing that I have a voice. Okay, now I'm noticing that I'm afraid again. Okay, I'm, I'm back to fear. Okay, I'm back to noticing the voice. So try to okay. find what your pattern is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Great. Uh, cold again, specifically my hands, but cold across my hands. I notice that I notice uh, fear and trembling in my jaw. I notice. Devin, maybe to make this work, it would be I'm, I'm noticing physical sensation. Yeah. I'm noticing fear and then kind of notice what the, the grosser thing. Yeah, I notice physical sensation. Specifically, uh, I don't want physical sensations, so like cold, like wanting yeah. warmth. I notice fear and it just emotional fear really is what it feels like. I notice. Uh, You're already noticing. Yeah, it was something about the, I noticed another level of fear. Actually, okay. I noticed another level of fear of like, oh no, I'm being off-putting was kind of the sentence. I notice, uh, I notice a sadness come up after that. Then I notice my hands again and my feet cold. 
it's a physical unpleasant sensation and yeah. and then i just noticed i smiled saying that like uh, i noticed that i notice my uh, again physical sensation i noticed that i notice a sound notice that i notice again that uh am i doing this yet yeah, it's not quite am i doing this right but it's coming back to the space of like uh this is that's kind of how it goes uh this isn't right what i'm saying something like that i notice that i notice yeah and then the sadness so another emotional thing but the sadness about that being what i'm noticing I notice my hands are cold. Uh, I notice that I notice, yeah, okay. Gosh, it seemed like just two or three things, three things maybe over and over. So I'm adding this hopefully as I hope people can see it. But so can you say the three or four thing that you're bouncing around with Devin? Yeah, physical discomfort. Yeah. Uh, uh, some sort of emotional fear and then connected to that something like, oh no, this isn't going well. Like uh, I'm doing it wrong, I'm being off-putting, something like that. Yeah. But you is um, what, what the name is came, coming from me is, is, is a sort of self-critic. Then the, 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 the thoughts are going on and it's a sort of self-critic or self-blame or something like that. And then there's a fourth one. Uh, one that I said was sadness. Also, I noticed that there were things that I noticed that I didn't know how to articulate so I kind of skipped them but it, it was like and I won't even try right now but I just noticed that it was subtler than the four big things okay yeah. I think it seems to me that the sadness came right after this self-criticism then yeah. and there was a sadness Phyllis you were gonna say something yeah um yeah there was there were the thoughts that came in between there, especially when your eyes went off to the side. That mm -hmm. was in between feelings. But I think I think it's an accurate uh, experience of there's this gross noticing, and then there's a bunch of other stuff that are happening, but are barely being noticed under this noticing cycle. Yeah. Thanks a lot. This was really pretty revealing. Okay, I'll, I'm next. Yes. I'm noticing a physical sensation that I have to pee. I'm noticing uh, some tension. I notice that I notice. I notice that I notice tension in my, my shoulders. I notice that I notice uh, that I'm looking at the space, um, particularly looking at Devon. I notice that I'm noticing. Phyllis, just as a, so what, what for? 
because that's that will be your pattern. So the physical sensation, Devin said it's discomfort. What are you noticing for? What am I noticing for? Can you, I don't understand. Okay. What are you, so you notice that you notice Devin. What are you, so why? Oh, yeah. The purpose. Uh, I was noticing, I was looking at his eyes and looking for connection. No, I was noticing, I was noticing, looking for connection. Okay. Um, I'm noticing that something about the space that I, I don't know. I'm noticing that I don't know how to connect with the whole space. I'm noticing I just a physical sensation of just swallowing and there was some fear around that. And the fear was, yeah. So I'm noticing that I'm noticing tension in my middle body from my heart down to my center around uh, the not doing this right. Um, I'm noticing, so I'm noticing Ingrid just moving and it's about, and I'm wondering what she's thinking. I'm noticing that I just had a feeling inside of me that, cause I signed Chloe, you nod her head, that I did something right. Okay. Um, and that was an external authority kind of a deal. Um, so come to an end, Phyllis. Yeah, yeah. great, okay. thank you. And this is, can you kind of feel your way through your noticing pattern? Yeah, it was a lot of it was, well, I first I was noticing my own, what was going on in my own self, my own body and thoughts. And then I really put the focus on the space and was picking, basically giving my center way and picking up what other people were reading other people and making up stories. Okay. I mean, so one of the, the things that I notice in your pattern is that there's a pattern for noticing for connection. Yeah. You know, am I connected? Are they connected? Something like that. So there's this, this search for connection. And then what are other people thinking? Thinking of me. But yes. I'm, I'm noticing what other people are thinking of me. And I, I wrote that down. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I wrote that down that not, uh, looking purpose for being accepted. I don't know if it's right. Yeah. And Ingrid, you, you're using different words than Phyllis is using. Oh, okay. And so therefore yeah. you might be right, but it helps in terms of noticing to use the same words because that's where the pattern is. Yeah. Thank you. Before we shift the... the just, just that it, uh, you're noticing, maybe this was kind of already said, but that it shifts from, from internal to external fairly. It happens fairly quickly, but you're inside yourself and then it's what's happening out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's shift to the third one. It's sort of, 
there's a bounce back that seems pretty fast between what are they thinking and then fear. Yeah. And we're connected and fear. Yeah. And it, it's kind of a ting, 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 ting like this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I noticed that I noticed my diaphragma more relaxed. I notice that I notice that uh, the the regard from Anne Chloe, which was uh, concentrated and then face down. I notice that Devin has his hands on the on his front. I, For what? You notice that? What's the purpose? Uh, yeah. Okay. The purpose is observation. Just, 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 yeah, he does that. Okay. I note, I notice that I notice that my inner, there is more calm in me. I notice that I, that Phyllis has a, um, like a sadness around her mouth. I notice that you are, uh, that Aunt Chloe is biting her lips. I notice that a pause in, yeah, my, I notice my own breath being in a diff different speed of speeds. I notice that I'm noticing. I notice that I notice that my breath has sometimes different speed. I notice that my voice makes sometimes pauses. I notice. What's the purpose? What, what's the purpose for pausing your breath or for the speed I'm, of your breath? I'm sort of bringing it to a close because it's already time. And I yeah. just want to have a minute. I'm going to close the room, but we have a minute to. Yes, thank you. Okay, thank you. One, one quick thing. I noticed you did this twice, but you said, I noticed my, you said something more, like my diaphragm is more calm and something else about more, but it was like something about the past that you were being the past and your present notice, comparing the past to now. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What I noticed is that you only noticed completely neutral uh, physical um, characteristic of people. So I don't know if you've had a practice for a long time of just of noticing that it is that have you had a spiritual practice of noticing? I do that very often uh, at home. Uh, just uh, yeah, when when I yeah, I do that. Yeah. Okay, but then you're missing. You only at the physical level, and you're missing a whole. So that's, that's the pattern that I notice is that you're trying to be so neutral that you only notice the physical domain, kind of as a way of shielding yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you're missing yeah, all other four body and a bunch of other dimension. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what happened to Phyllis. Yeah. Phyllis just, just took off. <laughs> Thank you.
Okay. <clears throat> it is already time. I wish we had two and a half hours to work, to work with this. I think it's really cool. Um, so my proposal is I will end the space so that people who have uh, appointment and commitment, you can go do it. But my proposal is for the coming week is to both of these things. If you could write down what is your noticing pattern, just share it in the group. It's, four, it's three, four, five kind of gross noticing pattern purpose slash purpose. And then the other thing is if you start noticing what you're noticing with and to share with us what do you used to notice with and what else have you discovered you could notice with? You could also do experiments like Kian did. What else could I notice? What else could I used to notice? And, and then what else do I notice when I use these things, these other things mm -hmm. and kind of have a report. And that would be great uh, material for us to work with each other. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, you Anne Chloe. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Bye.